Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. And Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. So there you go. Welcome to Sports Day WA. With the breaking news that Dan Curtin actually had just been picked up by the Adelaide Crows, the key defender. Uh, They traded up. So uh, at number eight, he's gone. Daniel Curtin has gone at number eight and to the Adelaide Crows. Uh, Hi, this is Peter Vlahos. Plenty happening. AFL draft day. Uh, for the first round, and then we've got what happened last night in Ahmedabad in India with Australia taking out the ODI World Cup, and we had that big announcement uh, on the run home with the number 53 singlet uh, that was worn so proudly by Damien Martin in his illustrious career at the Perth Wildcats being retired. We'll feature a bit of that if you missed it a bit later on. So let's just recap what's happened so far in the AFL draft. Uh, As we know, the West Coast Eagles, if you're just tuning in, have picked up Harley Reid, the midfielder forward from the Bendigo Pioneers. Number two, North Melbourne have gone for Colby McKercher, who's a midfielder from the Tasmania Devils, stems from Launceston. The Gold Coast Suns got Jed Walter, a key forward from the Gold Coast Suns Academy. Now, North Melbourne, the bid was matched using 26, 30 and 32 and gaining picks 58 and 57. North Melbourne, Zane Dersma, the medium forward from the Gippsland Power. Hawthorne came in at number five, and got Nick Watson, just a small forward from the Eastern Rangers. And as we mentioned, uh, following that, uh, another midfielder from Tassie, the Bulldogs uh, took Riley Sanders with pick number six. Pick number seven, Melbourne picked up Caleb Windsor, who has been a late riser with pick number seven. And as we've just reported, uh, Daniel Curtin, who's being interviewed at the moment by... The Fox Sports team will bring you that interview in just a tick. Plenty happening. You've got to have eyes all around uh, to make sure that you don't miss out on anything. Also, we have got the big top five at five, and there's a Novus Auto Glass near you, 13, 22, 34. The top five big stories from the last 24, 48 hours. We'll go to that in just a moment. Can we play what happened in the run home? 
just a short time ago. Uh, a big story. It's now on social media. And our colleague on the run home, not Paul Hazelby, but Damien Martin, as we know, just a fantastic individual and was such a, an important part of the heritage and culture there at the Perth Wildcats. Uh, as we know, the six-time NBL champion winner retired at the end of the 2019-20 season after representing the club for 310 games, which is the sixth most in the club's history. Now, he's rated among the most courageous players to ever play the game. Martin defied several nasty injuries to win a record-equaling amount of NBL titles. Uh, he rated amongst the most courageous players to ever play the game. As I mentioned, NBL's best defensive player honour, now named after him, a record six times to go with the 2015-16 Grand Final MVP and the all NBL first team selection in 2010-2011. This is what happened probably about an hour or so ago. Have a listen to this. On February 4th, they're actually going to retire another jersey of the Perth Wildcats, number 53, if you know who uh, who uh, wore that jersey a few years ago. Uh, Damian Martin, congratulations. You're going to have your jersey retired. Uh... It's been an honor to be your teammate. And, uh, you know, I'm proud to be able to be here today and, and – and honor you uh, with with your jersey retirement. It's uh, truly. What a very special moment. Oh. <laughs> Damien Martin didn't have a clue this was coming. How, how are you feeling, my friend? I'm actually tearing up a little bit. Um, oh my gosh, oh, I, I'm, I'm blown away. I'm actually really emotional. Uh, the club means so much to me. Um, yeah, I had no idea. I was excited because you walked into the studio, so it was just a nice surprise. Look, look, at the, some of the best years of my life were out on that court, playing for that team alongside guys like yourself. So I'm speechless. I'm, I'm completely shocked. I had no idea this was coming and overwhelmed, to be completely honest. So, Did you ever think this could happen? When you found your way here, your old club obviously was struggling, you got a chance to come to the Perth Wildcats, and all those years later, you're sitting up there with all the legends of the Perth Wildcats. No, no idea. To be honest, when I signed with the Wildcats, I thought I'll be there three years and I'm going to get back east to be with my siblings, to be with mum and dad, closer to home. The only player I didn't like in all of the NBL was Sean Reddish. And so I thought, oh, no, I'm joining the team with this one player I don't like. And, you know, anyone that's heard me speak about the best thing that ever happened to me, the sliding doors moment I had in basketball was joining the Wildcats and learning from Sean and what he does on a day-to-day -day basis and all those cliche one percenters. And that helped me significantly in my basketball career. And, yeah, it's going to be a privilege to see my jersey hanging up alongside yours because you've had as much impact on my career as any coach, anyone else that's ever been involved. And it sounds silly, but I can't wait to call mum and dad and, uh, and my siblings and my wife. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm completely blown away. You really stitched me up a good one here. I, I had I no idea. <laughs> well, I missed a pikey coming in on a, on a Monday and then we said, oh, Sean is coming. That's a great surprise. What does he mean to the Perth Wildcats and, and what has made him such a special player? Well, I think you look at, you know, what he's accomplished um, is, is just remarkable. But the way he went about it, I mean, um, it was it, it was really inspiring. I think, um, you know, I don't think we'll ever see another player like Damo. Um, and the way he impacted the game, not only from his leadership, 
but just uh, defensive, you know, you actually made me enjoy defense, um, you know, or it probably made me a 10 times better defensive player. They used to tell people, Damian Martin can guard three people at one time. He can guard his <laughs> man, the man that's supposed to be getting the basketball, and then my man who was who was cutting to the basket as well. So uh, you see his family uh, walking in. They're all in. They, they do know. So you, uh, when uh, when you do call your your family and, uh, and let them know, know, they, they <laughs> already is, know. Uh, this is absolutely beautiful. Thank you very much. I love that you're doing it this way. There you go. Uh, a great moment. Sean Redditch waltzed into the uh, studio. Marto thought they were going to have a chat to him on the phone. And then Marto's partner, his wife, came in with his three daughters. It was a, a terrific moment. Uh, certainly a big story for me in the last uh, hour or so. Thanks to the good oil for Cobram Estate. Premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. And as we know, the other big story is with uh, Australia winning the World Cup, the one-day international series in India last night. And we're going to focus on that. And let's just quickly, I reckon what turned it around for me watching it last night is, you know, when things just go your way and Travis Head in the field, of course, took a brilliant catch to get rid of Rohit Sharma. Well, at that stage was 47, and he was bludgeoning the attack, and they were going at about nine and a bit runs and over. And had Rowett stayed in for another half an hour, he could have been close to a century. And then Travis Head came into the action to take this great catch. Axel Bowles. Comes Sharma again. goes again. This is in the air. This could be caught going back. Oh, yeah, my God. Catch. Travis Head oh. going back with the flight, diving at full stretch. He's probably the unluckiest man in the world. Um, <laughs> yeah, again, it's yeah, something that I worked hard on. Um, yeah, I couldn't imagine getting 100. Couldn't imagine probably holding on to that one. Um, again, nice to hold on to something that's important, and you want to look after your teammates. You want to contribute. Um, to be able to do that uh, on on a big stage in front of a full house under all that pressure is is a nice thing to that I'll be able to look back on later in my life. So there you go, a couple of the big stories for Cobram Estate. Uh, Travis Head uh, helping Australia to a six-wicket win in that World Cup final last night. Cobram Estate, Australia's most uh, awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold-pressed in Northern Victoria. Just repeating that uh, Dan Curtin has ended up at Adelaide, uh, the versatile tall who has played predominantly in defence and midfield through uh, he's under 18s. Curtin's, uh, as we know, precise left foot is a weapon, but his poise and confidence under pressure that really sets him apart. And that's what Jason Dover, uh, the manager of Dan Curtin, said when he came into the studio uh, just about a week or so ago. It's a stunning result for the Crows, who have effectively sacrificed a future second to grab Daniel Curtin from under the noses of a number of clubs. And as we said, Curtin could play anything. That's largely because. Uh, he's not one of those players that is stuck in one part of the ground. I think it's a very good get by the Adelaide Crows. And just repeating, the West Coast Eagles have secured uh, Harley Reid as their number one. Let's go through the top five at five. That's featured in our top five here this afternoon for Novus Auto Glass. Uh, there's one near you, 13, 22, 34. Asher, let's roll the top five stories of the last 24 hours or so. Number five. Saar from the three-point line, a little shimmy, and then drives it straight to the hoop. Bukowski with the gem. Oh, no, he didn't. Got the alley-oop from Mitch Norton. 
all the way to the hoop, off the glass. Textbook Nathan Sobey, and here's the steal from McDaniel. Bryce Cotton going nowhere, didn't want to give away the foul. And McDaniel, just like that, gives the Brisbane Bullets back the lead. Mitchell lines it up again. DJ Mitchell, I'll have some of that, please. Oh, Rockfoot's Cotton, Smith. Oh, boy, Bryce Cotton was... Well, he was stumbling his way to ANZ Stadium next door. He caught him with the second he misses. Oh, I thought Bennett had the rebound. He had it and lost it. And would you believe it? Guess who emerged with the ball again? It was Bryce Cotton. Yes, a great win by the Wildcats on the road there in Brisbane, beating the Bullets by 79 points to 76. It's now five wins on the row after four straight losses. And now the Wildcats have jumped up to fourth on the NBL ladder. Melbourne United still lead the way from the Kings, the Jack Jumpers and the Wildcats. Uh, they're starting to certainly purr now. Number four. I feel like... Of course, a kind of show element is important, but I like emotion. And for me, when I was a little kid, it was um, about the emotion of the sport, what I fell in love with, and not the show of the sport around it, because that's, I think as a real racer, that shouldn't really matter. I mean, a car, first of all, a racing car, Formula One car, anyway, on a street circuit, I think doesn't really come alive. It's not that exciting. I think it's more about just the proper racetracks. You know, when you go to Spa, Monza, you know, these kind of places, they, they have a lot of emotion and passion. And for me, you know, seeing the fans there is incredible. And for us as well, when I jump in the car there, I'm fired up and I love driving around these kind of places. Emotion, passion, it's not there. Compared the to some old school He was a lot happier after the race. That's Max Verstappen, who survived a penalty and a damaged front wing to claim the maiden Las Vegas Grand Prix Red Bull's 20th victory this season. The world champion, who has been pretty vocal all week, you heard it uh, just pre-race, about his lack of excitement for the race, was at his clinical best to deny uh, teammate Sergio Perez and Ferrari's uh, Charles Leclerc uh, victory. It was an eventful race for the Dutchman, who at the first turn of the race uh, took the lead but was handed a five-second penalty for pushing the Ferrari driver off the track. And Verstappen was not impressed with the penalty, relaying a snark remark over his team radio to the stewards after learning of his penalty. So uh, there you go. But uh, he's certainly the dominant driver at the moment on the Grand Prix circuit. Coming in at number four. Number three. I think the overwhelming reaction from the listener, if you want to know that, was uh, don't let the door hit you on the way out. So there was no thanks yeah. for your contribution, Hamish, at all. Um, he's overseen a SHIT show for the better part of 12 months there, and he has made the captain's call. Um, a good point is around Joseph Swalee. I mean, fair dinkum, he must be feeling like, am I, what am I doing going to rugby union? Yes. Like they, these people do not want me. You know, like I'm being ridiculed. And that was part of the decisions that th those that oppose McLennan going on said he's made so many mistakes in management. So they're, they're, they're basically saying that without directly naming Joseph. That's SEN broadcaster there, Andrew Voss, uh, regarding what's transpired 
uh, regarding former now Australian chairman Hamish McLennan. McLennan has blamed a coordinated smear campaign by the state unions for his ousting and believes the decision was one made due to money and control. Uh, McLennan resigned from the Rugby Australia board uh, during an emergency meeting last night. Uh, He had lots of support of fellow Rugby Australia directors after a letter of no confidence from six state unions, which stated the organisations no longer had faith in the direction he was taking the game. Number two. Harley, uh, it's over now. Uh, Fantastic to get to West Coast and the year's been a big one, but now how's it feeling? It's finally come. Yeah, um, oh, the butterflies set a bit there when the when the when it started them, but um, yeah, it's just a big relief and yeah, good luck to all the other boys um out there tonight. So yeah, I spoke to mum and dad. They're a little nervous behind me. They'll be relieved now. It's all over. You can get on with uh, the journey. But the journey itself, though, you played for six teams this year, so pretty incredible when you're playing academies, VFL, championships. So it's a big year for you. Yeah, yeah, no, it was. Um, no, there was a lot of huge opportunities that come my way this year and I was um, happy to take it with both hands. So, yeah, I really enjoyed my time there. How did you handle the hype? I have to ask you because the noise and the media and it was, it was a circus at times, but from you personally, how did you handle it? Yeah, um, oh, I, was, I was pretty laid back with it all, to be honest. Um, I was just super grateful for the people around me and all my friends and family in my local club I've got on me jumper here. So I was... And my Bendigo Pioneers, so I'm super grateful to have them and they're all back home um, at the local club. Got a great set up there, so I appreciate all you guys and thanks for the support and I couldn't do it without you guys, so love you all. Hey, sensationally said, Harley. And you got your family, you got your friends here and you mentioned Tongala. Dad was 401 game. I was trying to pump him up before, but he just keeps shooting me down. Yeah, you got to give, give him a few beers to get something out of him. <laughs> <laughs> well done. West Coast Eagles, Harley Reid taken as the number one AFL national draft pick for 2023. Of course, interviewed there by Ben Dixon from the Fox footy commentary team. Of course, the former Hawthorne champion. Now, let's see what comes in at number one, no surprise. Number one. And Australia has won the World Cup. A sixth championship victory and surely none greater than this. In the most partisan, intimidating environment that this tournament has ever seen, Australia has quashed all of India in one night. It's victory by six wickets. Pat Cummins, it's a crowning moment. In this calendar year, they add the World Cup to the World Test Championship. A phenomenal road odyssey. A World Cup victory that will reverberate for years to come. Australia by six wickets. What we've achieved today um, is unbelievable. It's the best achievement um, I've ever been a part of. India, 10 from 10, with one to play. They've been the team of the tournament. They've played unbelievable. But you knew if, if we played our best cricket, we were a chance. It feels amazing. I think we're all pretty much um, excited once we got under 20. and. I'd sort of resigned to the fact that I wouldn't have to bat much like 2015, but um, unfortunately Eddie got out and uh, what a win. Oh, I think this is bigger. Obviously we won at home in front of our home fans, but I think the challenges we've been through the last sort of couple of months, coming here, playing in these conditions against you know, India, who's a pretty special team, and 
and getting the win on a day like this is amazing. Our bowlers were fantastic and, uh, you know, that sort of flow from last game, just, you know, they set the tone from, from ball one and, um, you know, the, the fielding again tonight supported that and uh, to, to bowl injury up for 240 on that in a final um, is absolutely exceptional. It was just a, a great performance. You know, Travis Head, the show he put on was just incredible. Um, yeah, another one. Pure elation. Um, you know, I, I said to a few of the boys just earlier, it's been the hardest eight wickets of cricket I've ever um, been a part of. I think we were 0-2 and Sri Lanka were none for 120, so that feels like a lifetime ago. But um, to be here, this group, <laughs> oh, it's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Between you know, Pat, Ron, all our coaching staff, all our players across the formats, I don't think you could write a script to top the winter that we've had to, to win a World Cup in India. It's been a fantastic eight weeks. It's been tough, but um, gee whiz, it's been a bloody successful and bloody enjoyable. There you go, reaction from a number of players uh, there, including our very own Mitch Marsh. All out for 240 were India, and uh, the chief wicket-taker was Mitch Stark, who bowled uh, 10 overs, 3 for 55, two wickets to Pat Cummins and Josh Hazelwood. And then, of course, Australia's turn at bat, 241 the victory target. And they didn't start too well, because at one stage they were 3 for 81. Uh, in fact, I'll just correct that. They were actually 3 for 47. Three for 47 they were before, as we know, a magnificent partnership between Travis Head, who made 137 off 120 balls, 15 fours, four sixes, and Manus Labuschagne at the end, who made 58, uh, a very steady 58 with Travis Head uh, flaying the bat off 110 balls. A great victory by Australia, their sixth ODI World Cup uh, going on the back end of 1987, 1999, 2003, 2007, 2015, and now 2023. We'll take a break. On the other side of the break, we'll update what's happening at the AFL Draft here on Sports Day WA.